We've had a lot of your players, obviously, with the success this year, get accolades, get recognized. We've talked about a lot of them for different things that they've accomplished. I just wondered if, if there's somebody on this offense that you feel like has maybe been a, an unsung hero, maybe somebody who hasn't been as recognized that, that deserves more credit for, for what they're doing for your offense. Wow, that's a great question. Um, our quarterback, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think everybody's getting getting a lot of credit, and you know that's that's the way it goes when you when you win and you and when you get a lot of stats. I think um, you know Zach and the receivers um, are certainly worthy of all the credit they're getting. I think. Um, you know, Isaac and Mason have gotten plenty of credit. Um, you know, your mind often goes towards um, the offensive line, but those guys have, have gotten a lot of credit this year and, again, deservedly so. And so, you know, I, I don't know if there's any if there's any one guy that I can, can think of there that, that I would say is doing any, any more than anyone else and not getting any credit for it. I, I think they've all gotten – they've all gotten credit, and I think they – they're they're all deserving of that. Let me ask specifically, just as far as the backup quarterbacks go, because we've seen Baylor, of course, in a few games, and I know Jaron's been dealing with injuries. How valuable has their contribution been? We just haven't talked about them as much because Zach has been playing so well. Yeah, I think quite frankly, their their value has been more. Um, to us as coaches, a security blanket, kind of like, kind of like having insurance on your car and you don't have an accident for a year and you say, well, you know, I spent all that money on that insurance and it didn't pay off for me that year, but it sure did last year. Right. Um, and so I, I, I think it's been a little bit more about um, how good we've felt as coaches, knowing that we have other guys that can go in the game and, and play. And, and obviously this year, that's, that's been mainly Baylor. Uh, but you know, we, we've got um, a bunch of quarterbacks that I feel really good about. And so I, it makes me feel confident going into a game that, that if, we, if we had to get to another guy, then we can still go out and run our offense. And it makes me feel good about moving ahead in the years to come, that, that we've got a pipeline of quarterbacks here, as, as BYU has had a number of times. All right, let's take questions from Jay Drew and then Mitch Harper. Yeah, uh, on the uh, red zone scoring and how well you guys have done this year, um, don't want you to give away your secrets or anything, but because there's probably not a user manual or anything to kind of, but did you go to any mentors or did you seek advice from any of your co coaches in the business on how to kind of how to turn it around and do so well? No, I think it's just something that we as a staff really recognize we needed to spend a lot of time on. And, it, and it, honestly, Jay, it's not that we didn't last year. Um, I think I think more than anything, we're just in position where, you know, you find your – I guess here's, here's what I would say. Um, you find yourself in position in the red zone where – um, you're dealing with tougher situations. And so it creates challenges because you don't have as much space to operate in, particularly in the passing game. And so it, it restricts the space that you have to throw the football because DBs don't have to backpedal and play as deep, play off of you as much. It also uh, constricts your running lanes because those, those same defenders can play closer and tighter to the box and you typically get more man coverage and more blitz looks down there. 
And so I guess I would think it, it's really honestly just kind of a microcosm of what we've done as an offense this year. We've played a lot better this year on offense in a lot of areas, and that's just another area that we've played a lot better. And while that that area of the field presents some challenges, any challenge also presents an opportunity. And and our guys, our, our playmakers have stepped up in those moments, whether it be Zach putting the ball right where it needs to be on time or a receiver going up and making a tough catch or, or your – your center making a really difficult block against a nose guard when we need that block to provide a, a running lane in the A-gap. And just a follow-up, regarding Zach and the interest he's drawing even from the NFL, are scouts or GMs or, or anybody hitting you up or is that even allowed to talk about Zach? And are they – how often maybe are you approached? Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, those guys are beginning to talk to us. And I would say, you know, uh, Coach Roderick deals with more of those guys than I do with him being the guy who spends 99% of the time with Zach and is his coach. And again, I can't, I can't say enough about the job that he's done with him and all of our quarterbacks this year. Um, and then Kalani spends a lot of time talking to the NFL guys. Typically what I get are guys that know me that want to get a personal reference on him. But we're all, we're all certainly fielding those questions about Zach as we are with, with other players this year. And, you know, we want to help all of our players who will have an opportunity to move on. And so we're certainly glad to, uh, uh, to talk to any of those guys that have questions. Yeah, Jeff, uh, what attributes or characteristics would you use to, to describe this offense that's been so successful this year? Well, the thing that we've, that we've said to our offense all year long is that um, we want to be reliable and violent, those two words. And, and our kind of, our kind of uh, acronym RVO is something. And every time I start a meeting with the offense, that's up on the overhead. And, you know, I, I kind of used it as a, as a play on an, the acronym RPO and really use that to move into an explanation of the fact that, yes, we run RPOs. We also run uh, zone read. We also run wide zone and we run play action shots and throw the football down the field and we run quick game and we do a lot of the same things that a lot of teams do. And if you watch football on, on any given day and you watch college football games, you see a lot of similar plays. You lot of, you see a lot of the, same things being done the difference is which teams can do those things better who can execute those things in a better way and so it's really about how you run those plays and we really felt like um, the strength of our team was one that we have players who can be both reliable meaning they can do the right thing consistently over a period of time, not have false starts, not turn the football over, don't have missed assignments, don't beat yourselves, so to speak. And at the same time, play with violence and aggression, whether that be um, double teaming a, a big three technique out of the B gap or whether that be a running back running with violence and running over a safety to turn a, a eight-yard gain into a 15-yard gain or whether it's um, – Gunner or Dax blocking on the perimeter or going up and making a play or or Zach getting hit and popping up and acting like it doesn't bother him at all. I think that I've been around a lot of offenses who have one or, or, or the other of those two things. They can be consistent, but they don't really play with violence and aggression, or they can play tough and physical, but they can't keep from beating themselves because they turn the ball over or have foolish penalties. And so 
I think the combination of those two things and really being being able to rely on players who who um, are capable of playing that way has been the difference for us this year. And, and Jeff, in a lot of years since BYU's been an independent, once once they get to the month of November, a lot of questions get asked about what are you guys playing for in a year where you're undefeated? What are the goals right now for this team this late in the season? Well, I think it's obvious that when you're when you're undefeated, you want to stay undefeated. And um, we don't talk about that a whole lot with our guys, but but I have talked with our off a little bit about teams that I've been on where we were really playing for something late in the year and and I have referenced the Auburn team that I was on and and how um, that team that I was a part of had individuals on it who had this competitive spirit about them and recognized that every week when you're undefeated every week the game means a little bit more and they were willing to pay the price and work hard that week and earn the right to play well so that they could hang on to that, to that thing that they had, that hope of being in a great position at the end of the year. And so I have talked about that a little bit, maybe on a Monday where we're, where we're kind of talking about where we are as a team and what just happened in the previous game. But then we quickly flip to right after Monday's practice is over. I always remind them that game is over. And the only thing that matters now is this game at hand this week. And until we finish that game on Saturday, we don't ever talk about the season. We don't ever talk about being undefeated. We don't ever talk about um, any games down the road or any games behind us. We just talk about playing a one week season. We're zero and zero right now in our minds because all that matters is how we play this week. And so, yeah, I think we are playing for something a little bit more. But the way you get to that something more is by playing great this week. And last thing from me, Jeff, uh, you know, last week you guys probably had the opportunity to go on a little bit of the virtual recruiting trail, touch on that with a bye week. Uh, you know, what, what areas maybe are some needs with signing day about a month out uh, what are some needs on, on the offensive side on the recruiting trail that you and the staff are, are looking to, to add? Yeah, we're, we're in, a, in, a, in a really fortunate position right now where we don't need a lot of players. Um, we're not losing a lot, in, in particular with, um, with this year granting guys another year of eligibility. It puts us in position where we'll be having a number of conversations with a bunch of guys at the end of this year. I say a bunch, not a bunch, a number of players. And finding out for sure who's moving forward and who's sticking around. Um, and we got a bunch of guys coming back off of missions. And so we're not in a position where we have a lot of needs. Um, but I think – you know, what you're always trying to do is is upgrade your talent and replace a key guy at, at each position. Um, you're always looking to build your numbers in the offensive line. Um, and then you're always looking for a great skill player who can come in and add to your roster. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't answer your question by saying we have a particular need at any one spot. We're just trying to to upgrade our talent level a little bit at each area and just replace the few guys that we will be losing. And we're, we're actually um, in pretty good shape with the number of guys we, we have committed right now.